Sally caught a glimpse of motion overhead. Her perception shot into high gear, and she realized a large chunk of cement was hurtling toward the group. Carousel reached for Spark to shove him out of the way. Sally wrapped her arms around Juliet, strained to overcome stubborn inertia, and yanked her to safety. Having done her best to protect Juliet, Sally checked on the others. Overhead, Bullet moved with glacial slowness to intercept the tumbling debris, one fist cocked in preparation to smash it into gravel. Tremor dodged upward, and Stratocaster thumbed his volume knob up. Satisfied that there wasn't anything she needed to do, Sally relaxed her perceptions and the world snapped back up to speed. Bullet plowed his fist into the cement and shattered it into fist-sized chunks. The others dove away and cried out in surprise. With a whine of high-powered servo motors, Destroyer stepped through a burning display, a metallic demon. Humanoid but with four arms, the fifteen-foot-tall suit contained a small, angry man who gloated over the havoc of his own creation. All blue metal and chrome, the battlesuit looked like the nightmare of a Japanese toy designer, except Sally knew there was no whimsy at all in the sharp angles. In all the years since his debut in 1977, Destroyer had only ever lost to Just Cause once, and that was in his first battlesuit, built from junkyard wreckage. Well, look what I found! Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. His voice modulated through high-end speakers into earth-shaking tones. I wondered when I'd run across you so-called heroes. Surrender, Destroyer. We've got you outnumbered. Power down your suit and exit it before we peel it off you. Sparks stood defiant despite a tear in the side of his suit. Sally could see a stain of blood on his side and wondered how badly he was hurt. Destroyer laughed, a mirthless chuckle that echoed off the high ceiling of the main hall. I fought just cause in one time and time again, Spark. What makes you think your pitiful little club can stop me? Bullet and Tremor took up positions over Destroyer. Stratocaster played a low, throbbing riff, building power with each strum of the strings. Carousel touched Sally's elbow. Sally turned to look, startled. She'd been almost hypnotized by Destroyer's sheer size. Carousel held out a two-foot-long piece of steel rebar. She must have picked it up from some of the debris. Sally took it, feeling clumsy and awkward with it and wondered how she'd ever disarm Destroyer with such a simple tool. What about you? She whispered to Carousel. Curved blades like scythes grew from the metal of Carousel's arms to extend past her hands like deadly ribbons. I'll be fine with these. Last chance, Destroyer. Surrender, called Spark. You're boring me, said Destroyer, a hint of glee in his voice. Let's fight! Destroyer didn't wait for the lucky seven to make the first move. The unit on his shoulder swiveled, and a missile the size of Sally's arm burst out of it to impact point-blank on Bullet. 
Instead of exploding in flames, the missile burst into a sticky, ropey substance that wrapped around Bullet's arms and legs to cocoon him in less than a second. Destroyer pummeled him with a heavy metal fist the size of a mailbox and sent the enshrouded hero crashing into the ceiling in an explosion of ceramics, glass, and masonry. Tremor hit Destroyer with a blast of concentrated vibratory energy from one side, while Stratocaster launched dissonant power cords at him from the other. The shoulder unit ripped away in the combined blast. Unfazed by the double-sided attack, Destroyer crowed, Suck on this, heroes! and dropped a small spheroid onto the floor, which flashed into smoke when it hit. 